Al-Bayan Radio presents the following lesson from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Inna alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shurur yanfusina wa min sayyati amalina man yahdi illa falamudillalah wa man yudlil falantajida lahu waliyan murshida wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah al-ahad al-qahhar wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون. Indeed, all praise and thanks belongs to Allah Taala alone. We seek His help, His assistance, and guidance in all things. He whom Allah Taala guides, there is none that can misguide him. And he whom Allah Taala leads astray, there is none that can guide him except through the will and permission of Allah Taala alone. And I bear witness and testify. That there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah. And that Muhammad ibn Abdullah ibn Abdul Muttalib al-Hashimi al-Qurashi was the final messenger and prophet sent to all of mankind. O you who believe, fear Allah. Fear Allah as he deserves to be feared. And do not die except in a state of Islam. Do not die except that you are Muslims. رَبِّ اشْرَحْ لِي صَدْرِي وَيَسِّرْ لِي أَمْرِي وَأَحْلُ الْعُقْدَةً مِنْ لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي Alhamdulillah, today we have... A lot of information to get through insha'Allah And today for those who are watching on live uh, We are going to break in the middle And we're going to start lesson 4 also But today the main topic of this lesson, lesson 3 Is the revelation of Al-Fatiha The revelation of this great opening chapter of the Qur'an Straight into it, Imam Al-Qurtabi rahimahullah Who died in the year what? That's actually a question 600, add 60 to it, add a 1 to it, 600 and 671 Hijri, who stated rahimahullah, there is a difference of opinion on whether Al-Fatiha was revealed in Mecca or in Al-Madina. There's a difference of opinion whether it was revealed in Mecca or in Al-Madina. Ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhuma Qatada rahimahullah Abu al-Aliyah al-Riyahi whose name was Rufay' rahimahullah and other than them stated that Surah al-Fatiha was revealed in Mecca who were the first? Ibn Abbas Qatada ibn Da'ama who else? Abu al-Aliyah Al-Riyahi, whose name was Rufay' Rufay' Rahimahullah And other than them And other than them Stated that it was Revealed in Mecca Abu Huraira radiallahu an However Mujahid rahimahullah Ata ibn Yasar Zuhri rahimahullah And other than them They stated That it was revealed in Al-Madinah who were they? Ah, Abu Huraira, Mujahid, Ata ibn Yasar, Imam al-Zuhri, Rahimahullah, and, and other than them, and other than them, they stated that it was revealed in Al-Madina. And he continues and says, and it has been stated that half of it was revealed in Mecca, and half of it was revealed in Al-Madina. And this was mentioned by Abu Layth Nasr bin Muhammad bin Ibrahim 
As-Samarqandi in his tafsir, I don't expect you to remember that, but that it was mentioned that it was half of it was revealed in Mecca and half of it was revealed in Medina and this is option number three. The first is Mecca, the second is Medina and the, sec- the third is a bit of both, right? A bit in Mecca and a bit in Al-Medina. Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah, he states that the first opinion however is correct. What's the first opinion that we mentioned? Mecca. That it was Surah Al-Fatiha revealed in Mecca. So this is the tarjih of who? Imam Al-Qurtubi. This is his opinion. And he is stating that the stronger opinion is what? It was revealed in Mecca. This is due to the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He mentions Imam Al-Qurtubi. وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَاكَ سَبْعًا مِّنَ الْمَثَانِي وَالْقُرْآنَ الْعَظِيمِ Indeed, we have given you the seven repeated verses and the magnificent Qur'an. And this verse, Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah says that Al-Hijr was revealed in Mecca by consensus. Al-Hijr was, meant, was revealed in Mecca by consensus, which means that this verse is from what surah? Surah Al-Hijr, right? So this verse, Surah Al-Hijr, verse 87, is from a surah that was revealed in Mecca. So therefore, this verse is stating that we have given you Sab'ul Mathani, which we took in the first class, is another name for Surah Al-Fatiha. So over here, this is a Meccan verse, Stating that this has been given to you So it can't be given to you something that wasn't given So over here a Meccan surah Talking about something that was already given Which means that these seven verses were already given to the Prophet In Mecca He continues and says That there is no difference of opinion That when the prayer was prescribed It was in Mecca there is no differing amongst the scholars that when the salah was prescribed, it was prescribed in Mecca. This is the kalam of Imam Al-Qurtabi. And he says, it has never been recorded in the history of Islam that there was a prayer without Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. There has never been a prayer that was recorded without Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. And he continues and says, what is a supporting evidence for this is the statement of the Prophet wasallam, who stated there is no prayer except through Fatihatul Kitab, through the opening of the book. Everyone understand the three examples that is given, the three evidences. What's the first? The verse in what surah? Surah Al-Hijr, right? And why is that important? Consensus, ijma' that it is a Meccan surah. The second is huh? a little bit louder voice. Come on, I need to hear you. Salah was prescribed in Mecca. That's the second. And the third is that the Prophet sallallahu stated, "La salata illa bi Fatihatul Kitab." There is no prayer except through Fatihatul Kitab. Now, in a latter part of Tafsir al-Qurtubi, Imam al-Qurtubi rahimahullah, he mentions and it has been said that it is both a Makkiyah revealed in Mecca and Madaniyah revealed in al-Madina. 
that Jibreel السلام, revealed with it twice. And this was mentioned by Al-Thalabi rahimahullah. Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah states that what we have mentioned previously is stronger. Because it reconciles between the Quran and the Sunnah and all praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all favor. So over here, he is saying that the opinion that was mentioned about it being both revealed twice in Mecca and Al-Madina, this opinion is not the strongest opinion. What's the strongest opinion? He says what we mentioned earlier. And what did he mention earlier? What was the strongest opinion? That it was revealed where? In Mecca. Alhamdulillah. So over here we can say that Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah has mentioned the various stated opinions regarding Al-Fatiha. But the takeaway from this is that Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah stated that Surah Al-Fatiha was revealed in Mecca due to the verses of Al-Hijr and Al-Hijr being a surah that was revealed in Mecca by ijma' by consensus and that the prayer was prescribed in Al-Mecca in Mecca not Al-Mecca astaghfirullah in Mecca Imam Al-Baghawi rahimahullah who died in the year in the first lesson or sure close Drop it by a hundred. Five, huh? Five sixteen. Five sixteen. MashaAllah, he actually got. I was just running a muck on you all, but MashaAllah, five hundred and sixteen Hijri. Imam al Baghawi rahimahullah, died five hundred and sixteen Hijri. He states, rahimahullah, in his tafsir, it was revealed in Mecca, and this is what the majority have stated. And he says, Imam Mujahid rahimahullah, stated, however. That it was revealed in Al-Madina. Imam Mujahid rahimahullah stated that it was revealed in Al-Madina. And he says it was stated that it was revealed twice. One time in Mecca and one time in Al-Madina. And because of this, this is why I brought this here. He says because of this qawl, it was called Sab'ul Mathani. The repeated verses. Because it repeated one time in Mecca and one time in Al-Madina. However, what did he say, what the majority stated? That it was revealed in Mecca, mashallah. Imam Al-Baghawi rahimahullah states explicitly, clearly, and the first is most correct, that it was revealed in Mecca. This is due to Allah bestowing the favor of, upon the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam by his statement, وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَاكَ سَبْعًا مِّنَ الْمَثَانِي وَالْقُرْآنَ الْعَظِيمِ Indeed, we have given you the seven repeated verses and the magnificent Qur'an. And he says, what is meant by it, فَاتِحَةُ الْكِتَابِ The opening of the book and Surah Al-Hijr, they were both revealed in Mecca. So it was not possible to bestow, this, bestow upon him a favor before it was revealed. So, same thing, what came before, but just explicit, explicitly mentioned by Imam al-Baghawi rahimahullah that it was not possible to bestow a favor before it came. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave this as a gift to an Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as an honor to an Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, he won't tell him of something that he's going to give him because it's, we have already given it to you. We have already given it to you. So, this is what Imam al-Baghawi rahimahullah is making very very clear. Ibn al-Jawzi rahimahullah who died in the year 
I'll give you the first number. 500. <laughs> 500 and? Okay, it's, 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 it's above 90, under 100. Yalla, 590. Now it's literally a guessing game, 1 to 10. Come on. 597. 597. Ibn al Jawzi, who died in the year 597, states in his tafsir that the scholars have differed where it was revealed in two opinions. The first, that it was revealed in Mecca. And it is narrated back to Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu Hassan al-Basri rahimahullah, Ubaid ibn Umayr rahimahullah, Qatada rahimahullah, and Abi Maysara rahimahullah. Why did I bring this narration here? Who was extra? Let's just say Ali ibn Abi Talib. <laughs> Ali ibn Abi Talib over here is another person who it can be narrated back to that it was revealed in Mecca. He says, Ibn al-Jawzi rahimahullah, that the second opinion is that it was revealed in Al-Madina and this can be narrated back to Abu Hurair radiallahu an, Mujahid rahimahullah, Ubaid ibn Umayr rahimahullah, Ata' al-Khurasani rahimahullah, and Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma. Now, <coughs> Ibn Kathir rahimahullah, who died in the year, Now, no one remembers from the first class? I'm going to ask you Surah Al-Fatiha questions like the names of Surah Al-Fatiha on the break, watch. 774. I'm going to ask you this in the second class. I'm telling you now, I'm going to ask you in the second class. 774. Ibn Kathir rahimahullah, who died in the year 774, states in his tafsir. It has been stated that it was revealed twice. A time in Mecca and a time in Al-Madinah, but the first is more plausible, Ashba. The, f- the first is more plausible. And this is due to the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَاكَ سَبْعًا مِنَ الْمَثَانِي وَالْقُرْآنَ الْعَظِيمِ Indeed, we have given you the seven repeated verses, and the magnificent Qur'an. And he says, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. He later on continues and says, Abu Layth al-Samarqandi rahimahullah stated that half of it was revealed in Mecca and half of it was revealed in Al-Madina and he says this is very strange this is very strange and he mentions that Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah narrated it, quoted it back to him يعني, it's something that Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah brought so over here what do we learn in this narration? that the opinion that it was half revealed in Mecca and half revealed in Medina is not to be given away. That it is mentioned by Ibn Kathir rahimahullah as being very strange. As being very strange, which means what? It's not يعني, the correct opinion. Yes? I have too many people looking a bit. Are we going too fast? Huh? Now be honest, are we going too fast? Okay. Are we? He's like, Allah cooking it up. <laughs> now, there is something very important that is mentioned in the earlier tafasir, but Hafiz ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, has a very good summary on it. So we're going to bring his kalam, inshallah, and we won't spend too much time on it. But he said, and it was said. So ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, is saying that it was said. He's not saying that he's agreeing with it. He's saying it has been mentioned. Right? He's bringing you what has been said. 
he's saying that it was said that the Fatiha was the first thing to be revealed from the Quran. So he's saying that there is a statement that the Fatiha was the first revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he says, as it is found in the narration collected by Al-Bayhaqi, rahimahullah, in his book, Dala'il al-Nubuwa, The Evidences of Prophethood. And he says, and was transmitted by Al-Baqillani, rahimahullah. And he says that there are three opinions on the first revelation. What was the first revelation? He's saying there are three opinions regarding it. He says the first opinion is that it was Surah Al-Fatiha. That it was Surah Al-Fatiha. The first revelation. This is the way you're supposed to take notes. First revelation, right? First opinion is Surah Al-Fatiha. The second opinion was that it was Ya Ayyuhal Muddathir, the Surah, or part of the Surah as يعني, more authentically transmitted, Wallahu A'lam. That the early part of Surah Al Muddathir, that was in some narrations the first narration, the first revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as mentioned by some of the scholars. The third opinion is. Right? We all know that this is probably the most famous opinion. Ibn Kathir rahimahullah states that this is the correct opinion. Which one? Whenever something is mentioned in the Arabic language, it is assumed to go back to the closest thing that was mentioned. If it's not يعني, saying the first is uh, more correct, He's saying that this is more, the most correct, which means what he just mentioned. So what is it? What's the first revelation? Iqra' bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq And a few ayahs from the surah of Iqra' Not the entire surah So over here, Ibn Kathir rahimahullah says That that is the more correct opinion So from this we learn what? That Al-Fatiha was Come on brothers Was it the first or not? It was not the first, or was it? Super. No, no, no. Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, what did he mention? Ikra is the first, and that is the correct opinion of the Imam. So it's not something that we can just take lightly and say, depending on the opinion. So over here, what we have to take is that the correct opinion is that Iqra, Bismi Rabbika Alladhi Khalaq, was the first, <coughs> chap- first verses to be revealed. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah mentions in Majmu' al-Fatawa He says It's good, mashallah, you guys are taking notes on this one He says rahimahullah The opening of the book Fatihatul Kitab Was revealed in Mecca beyond a shadow of a doubt The opening of the book was revealed in Mecca beyond a shadow of a doubt And he later states As well as those who state that Fatiha was not revealed except in Al-Madinah, this is also a mistake without a shadow of a doubt. So, Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah is saying that the one who says that Fatiha wasn't revealed except in Al-Madinah, that's a mistake without a shadow of a doubt. It's a very serious statement, right? And he's saying that it was revealed in Mecca without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. Now, how can all of these Things, how can they be reconciled? There's a lot of opinions. There's a lot of, يعني, how can you kind of say, Iqra was the first, Ya'ul Muddathir was the first, Surah Al-Fatiha was the first. What's the يعني, possible ways that we can kind of combine everything? Because 
يعني it doesn't really make a lot of sense How can you kind of get that wrong? It's a very big thing Do you get what I'm trying to get to? It's a very big statement Of getting the first chapter that was revealed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Getting that يعني, And there's trans, transmissions يعني, Aisha radiallahu anha Says in the hadith that's authentic To a Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam That it was iqra Jabir radiallahu anha Has a hadith that's authentic That says that it was Ya'u al-Muddathir and there are scholars who stated that it was Surah Al-Fatiha. So how can we reconcile all of this? So I tried finding this in some of the earlier tafasir and I couldn't find it from what I read of the early parts. I haven't read you know, the entire thing. But it wasn't mentioned <coughs> regarding these you know, ahadith or these narrations. There wasn't a wajh of jama', a way to reconcile all of these narrations. However, recent mashayikh have, mashallah, attempted to reconcile these narrations. So Shaykh Muhammad al-Shinqiti, Hafizahullah, he has a short video about Surah Al-Fatiha, and he mentions the three opinions. And he has, a, يعني, inshallah, a very good attempt at trying to reconcile the varying opinions regarding this. He says, the hadith of Aisha, radiallahu anha, that the first, was revealed, first that was revealed was Iqra, then this is the first revelation at prophethood. This is the first revelation that anointed the Prophet Sallallahu as a prophet. He says, as for the hadith of Jabir radiallahu an, then his narration of the first revelations was the early verses of Surah Al-Muddathir. Then this is the reference, this is in reference to the first verses after prophethood. After Iqra, after he's a prophet, what was the first verses that came to him after that? Ya al-Muddathir. So over here he's saying that this is in reference to the first verses after prophethood. And then he says, as for the statement that the first to be revealed was Surah Al-Fatiha, then this is it due to it being the first chapter to be revealed in its entirety. That it came as one hit. Now there is khilaf, يعني, giving you like the 411, right? Uh, there is khilaf. Some have stated that Muddathir came down all of it together The entire chapter All of it in one hit However, the And this is the opinion of Shaykh Uthman Khamis Hafizullah Tabarak wa Ta'ala However, if we look closely at the hadith That which was mentioned, it cuts off at a certain point It's not the entire chapter But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best Others have stated That Iqra was revealed at the point of prophethood So it was the first Revelation that came at prophethood And the early verses of Muddathir Are the first commands that were revealed to the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Qum fa'anthir Stand up and proclaim Start the da'wah Right, so the first command that came to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Was the early verses of Al-Muddathir And that the Fatiha was the first chapter to be revealed in its entirety now as for the issue of the Medina and Mecca issue يعني It's a very thing, يعني a big thing How can you say that it was revealed either in Mecca And how can you say that it was revealed in Mecca Where does this stem from? This issue, where does it come from? So يعني looking at it It was the issue that caused doubt Was the hadith of the angel that came down to the Prophet ﷺ That was sitting with Jibreel ﷺ Which we took last week when the Prophet ﷺ was sitting with Jibreel ﷺ, 
And then Jibreel السلام, looked to the sky after hearing a noise of a door opening and he says that this is a door in Jannah, this is a door in the sky that has never previously been opened. And then after a while, the angel came down and he says, this is an angel, this is an angel who has never descended before. And then that angel gave salam to Jibreel alayhi salam and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And then the angel said, Abshir bin Urayn, glad tidings by the two lights, Surah Al-Fatiha, the opening of the book, and the last two verses, Khawatim, the ending of Surah Al-Baqarah. And the hadith ends that you will not read a single letter of these two, except that you are granted it. So, the scholars, some of them, have stated that this hadith here, it happened in Al-Madinah. Because Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Jibreel would generally sit together in Al-Madinah, where it was known that they were sitting together. So over here, this hadith is a later hadith. So because of this hadith, this caused an issue, this caused a doubt. Or it caused some sort of, يعني, whether that angel, did he come for the first time with those two? Abshir bin Urayn, glad tidings with يعني, the two lights. And then he gave him Fatiha and he gave him the last two verses of Surah Al-Baqarah. Do you get why that could be an issue? But يعني, what we have to answer this, <coughs> uh, this in as mentioned by uh, Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah, that this was regarding the favor, the fada'il, the benefits of Surah Al-Fatiha. But as for the Qur'an, there was no angel other than Jibreel alayhi salam who came down with the Qur'an. Yes, an angel did come to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and gave him knowledge about the benefits of a possible chapter or the benefits of Selected verses. However, he did not descend with those verses. Everyone with me? So the favor of this, the merit of these verses, came down from this angel to Jibreel alayhi salam and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So the chapter itself came down by, was descended by Jibreel alayhi salam and not the favor. Everyone with me? Alhamdulillah. Now, every chapter, subhanAllah, something that يعني, we have to try to look at, if possible, is the reasons of revelation. The reasons of revelation. Asbab al-Nuzul. Why was this chapter revealed? Now, this is a knowledge that is bound by a few things. And the first and foremost that it is bound by is authentic transmission. That which is authentically transmitted back to a Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So I can't say here today that this verse looks like they needed to pray so Allah gave this chapter for them so that they could do their prayer. I can't say that. Why? Because I'm bound by some constraints. And that constraint is I can't talk about the Qur'an in any element, in any aspect except through knowledge. Now, there are some chapters where we know Individual verses Why they were revealed And other verses we don't There are some chapters We know Some of the verses in those chapters Why they were revealed And others we don't There are some chapters of the Quran Like for instance <coughs> The Quls right? right? We know the reason Why it descended to the Prophet Was due to what 
the sihr of the Prophet someone did sihr on the Prophet So it came down as a shifa, as a remedy to this issue. So over here, these chapters, we know why they were revealed. So over here, we have to sometimes break away and say that this is a thing, something regarding a verse and something that is regarding a chapter. However, sometimes we don't have the reasons of revelation. We don't have them. And it has been mentioned that there is nothing authentically transmitted regarding the reasons of revelation regarding Al-Fatiha. There is nothing that has been authentically transmitted, Wallahu A'lam, and Allah knows best, that states the reason of revelation of this chapter. And with this, insha'Allah, we conclude lesson number three. Uh, and for those who are watching online, we are going to go on to lesson number four after the stream. So just bear with us, insha'Allah. Barakallahu feekum wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam wa jazakumullahu khairan wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio 